Support for this podcast and the following message come from Corient. Corient provides wealth management services centered around you. They focus on exceeding your expectations and simplifying your life. Corient has been helping high achievers just like you enjoy their lives more fully, preserve their wealth, and provide for the people, causes, and communities they care about. As one of the largest integrated fee-only registered investment advisors in the U.S., Corient has deeply experienced teams in 23 strategic locations. Corient has extensive knowledge spanning the full spectrum of planning, investing, lending, and money management disciplines. Leverage Corient's exclusive network of experts to craft custom solutions designed to help you reach your financial goals, no matter how complex they may be. Real wealth requires real solutions. For more information, connect with a wealth advisor today at Corient.com. That's C-O-R-I-E-N-T.com. Corient.com. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. The following is a Hoop Bowl presentation. What is up, Hoop Bowl Lakers family, and welcome to another solo pod from yours truly, J.C. DeLeon. After an arduous four-game losing streak that came after the Anthony Davis injury and then Dennis Schroeder being held off for COVID health and safety protocols, the Lakers had a huge win over the Portland Trailblazers on Friday and then a blowout win over the Golden State Warriors on Sunday. After those two wins, one thing is absolutely clear. We've wondered all season long who is going to be the clear number three on this team, and it is now 100% apparent it's Dennis Schroeder. Dennis Schroeder was out four games, and those are the four games in a row that the Lakers lost. Since that four-game losing streak, he came back against Portland on the 26th, where he made a statement with his comeback game. 22 points, four assists, I'm sorry, two assists, three rebounds, uh, one steal. But his defensive presence was absolutely felt. He... It might not look at looking at the box score because Damian Lillard in that game went off for 35 points, but he was the only Portland Trailblazer to go off in that game. And so while it wasn't Portland at full strength because C.J. McCollum obviously didn't play in that game, the Blazers are still 18-14. and 14. They're still a playoff team at the moment. They're still a team that is capable of making a lot of noise in the playoffs as they have before because Damian Lillard is that guy. But, yeah, in this game, the Lakers were seemingly back to their, to, them, to their old selves, with the exception of Anthony Davis, obviously. But Dennis Schroeder has proven his value. He came back. He allows LeBron to kind of rest on the court in 31 minutes. You know, he put up 14 shots, which is a lot of shots for him to put up. That alleviated a lot of pressure off of LeBron. Uh Dennis Schroeder has just had a huge impact when he came since he come since he came back. You know the other the other Lakers in that game 
fed off of that. LeBron James had 28 points in that game, but more importantly, he played 35 minutes, which is five minutes less than the almost 40 that he had been playing in the four, in the four games that they lost in a row. He had a big game off of the bench with Montrezl Harrell. Alex Caruso has actually been playing extremely well lately. We'll take a look at his numbers here in a second. Kyle Kuzma continues to be an interesting case study in that he's not scoring a lot, but he's definitely rebounding a lot, and he's seeming to be having a lot of fun out on the court. And that he seems to have found his his niche with this team. Never would have thought that Kyle Kuzma turning into the uh, 2021 version of Dennis Rodman would be the direction his career would take, but that appears to be what's going on. He's playing 20 minutes a game, you know, about lately, and he's just grabbing tons of rebounds. Like, I don't know where he stands league-wide, you know, amongst the the leaders in rebounding, but he's got to be pretty close up there. Uh, decent games from KCP, Markeith Morris, and Marcus Soule as well. Marcus Soule has been playing uh, pretty well as of late as well. It's uh, it's been pretty nice to see. Ever since Marcus Soule had an 11 point game versus Minnesota on the 16th, he hasn't had a game less than five points since. Now, that might not sound impressive. But considering the fact that the Lakers have been in some pretty close games, every point matters. And for a guy as old as Marcus Soule, for him to have an impact the way he's had offensively, it's been it's been really impressive to see. And because yeah, it's not just points. He he'll, he'll he's good for anywhere between two and five rebounds, four assists. Those four assists are really crucial because they come they tend to come at really great moments. And uh, he's been shooting threes pretty well too. Uh, lately, since that 11-point game, he's been shooting threes at a clip of 43, almost 44%. And he gets a lot of chances and opportunities for threes. And so, yeah, he's he's been having a really great impact lately. Talked a little bit about how well Alex, Alex Caruso has played in the two straight wins. He's actually gone for double digits in both of those games, 10 points against Portland, 13 against Golden State, in which he's shooting three for seven from three. At one point, he was leading the league in three-point percentage, and I, and I knew that was going to come down because he was such a horrendous three-point shooter last year. I knew that was an anomaly for him to be shooting as well as he was earlier in the season. But he's finding ways to really, truly have an impact on this team, uh, along with the double-digit points. He had six rebounds against Portland, four rebounds against the Warriors, Two assists against Portland, four against Golden State. Uh, two steals against Portland, one against the Warriors. Uh, he's just, he continues to impress. He continues to evolve his game. His pick and roll uh, skills have improved immensely, and it's making him a really crucial part of this offense. And he's lessening the need to go out and get another ball handler. He's. He can do it. Between him and Taylor Horton Tucker, after Dennis Schroeder, I think they've got ball handlers, and they've got people that can run the offense. And, of course, you've still got LeBron, who can be point guard if he wants to. Yeah, we'll, we'll talk more about moves that the Lakers might need to make potentially later on. But for the early part of the season, people were talking about the need for another point guard, like a George Hill type or a player like that. And I don't really think that's as much of a need anymore. 
just because of how, how great Alex Caruso has been playing lately. There's not a whole lot to learn from the Golden State Warriors game of box score, but I did want to talk about Dennis Schroeder for that one again. Uh, 12 points for him in that one in only 25 minutes, 19 for LeBron in only 24 minutes. Now, the fact that he was able to only play 24 minutes was fantastic. Didn't play at all in the fourth quarter. Didn't need to. The The Lakers bench played really well in the absence of, of LeBron James. Um, really just a great blowout overall. Nobody played over 25 minutes, you know. Wesley Matthews played 12. Alfonso McKinney played 12. Jared Dudley played 12 minutes. <laughs> Montrez Harrell only played 11. Devontae Kaycock got to play 7 minutes, and Costas Antetokounmpo had to play, got to play 6. Uh, there's one more player that we'll talk about later. Uh, the One new addition for the Los Angeles Lakers, Damian Jones, was released from the Phoenix Suns earlier, and he made his debut last night. And I'll talk a little bit about that after we hear a word from Ethan. You know, ever since we started this podcast, people always ask us for betting tips. We always get asked, who you got, Lakers or Clippers? You know, for us, it's going to be the Lakers, Rodgers or Mahomes. And I'll tell you what, I tell them, where you bet is just as important as who you're betting on. That's why we tell people to bet with my bookie. My bookie's rep is rock solid, and they've got the best odds, the best contests, and the best promotions in the business. They're the only place I trust to handle any of my sports-related bets, the one sportsbook guaranteed to give me and you the best lines for the National Championship College football game on January 11th and on every NFL playoff game, not to mention the NBA action. You know me, and you know that I don't give out my stamp of approval easily. So my bookie, they earned it. And to earn it from me, you've got to be the best at what you do. And my bookie is the best sports book out there, period. It's simple. Sign up, enter promo code HOOPBALL, and get your deposit matched halfway up to 1000 bucks. You put in 1000 they'll give you 500 free money. So head on over to my bookie if you want to add a little excitement to the sports you love and the games that you bet. Bet with the best. Bet with my bookie. That's mybookie.ag. So, despite the Lakers seemingly being back on the right track, there is one new addition to the squad that's been picked up off the waiver market. Damian Jones was released by the Phoenix Suns earlier this season, and what better time for him to make his Laker debut than during a blowout win where any mistakes he could or might make would have a minimal impact. Uh, Luckily, that was not the case as he turned in a very good game in his eight minutes of play. But who is Damian Jones? Well... He's a 25-year-old, 6'11 tall center from Vanderbilt University. He has actually been in the league for four seasons. Earlier this season, he was a member of the Atlanta Hawks, and he was waived from there. No, sorry. He was with Atlanta last year. Earlier this season, he was with Phoenix and was subsequently waived from Phoenix. Now, because he's somebody who hasn't played a lot of minutes throughout his career, to look at his career stat line per game, it's not going to be too impressive. His best year was his last year in Atlanta last season where he averaged 5.6 points a game, 2.4 rebounds defensively, uh, 0.7 blocks, but only in about 16 minutes per game. To, to look at his per 36 numbers is a lot more impressive. 
So he's been a pretty he's been a double digit scorer pretty much his entire career if you look at his per 36. His biggest impact being his final season in Atlanta last year with 12.4, 1.6 blocks, 8.4 rebounds, steal and assist. He he kind of does it all. And so last night in his debut, only played 8 minutes like I said. It was pretty interesting I thought to bring him in Granted, it was a blowout, and you wanted to give LeBron rest minutes, but I thought it was an interesting move to bring Damian in in a blowout and have him play minutes without LeBron because it, I feel like if you're going to be a new addition to this Lakers squad, you've got to see how you gel with LeBron and vice versa. You've got to see how he gels with you. But he came in last night, almost immediately had an impact, had, ran a pick-and-roll with Dennis Schroeder, that resulted in a really impressive alley-oop that looked similar to a play that they would run with Dwight Howard last season. And so, yeah, in his eight minutes, he put up uh, eight points. And he also had two blocks and three rebounds. And, yeah, his impact, his potential defensively was pretty obvious. He's got a seven-foot-four wingspan. He's quick. He can switch off of uh, other positions so he can defend multiple positions. He's pretty much everything defensively that a Marcus Ole is not right now, although he doesn't have Marcus Ole's brain defensively, obviously. But what does this do potentially for the Lakers? And I think it makes for a couple of interesting wrinkles. I think you can run a scenario now in which the Lakers can run, uh, instead of a small ball squad, they can run a... I don't want to say big, well, big ball squad. We'll just call it that. Um, imagine a scenario in which you've got Damian Jones at center. You can run Montrez Hill as your power forward. You can run Anthony Davis as your small forward. That's a, that's a really athletic front court of size and muscle, and that's not going to be easily intimidated. Anthony Davis at the three is just a really interesting wrinkle because he can defend all five positions. And beyond those three of Damian Jones, Montrose, Harold Anthony Davis, obviously you've got LeBron James as your shooting guard, and then you can even run, and you can have Dennis Schroeder be the point guard to kind of even out that small. Or even if you want some size, Alex Caruso is proven an effective rebounder. You can just have him be that other guard alongside LeBron it just it makes for an interesting impact. Even Taylor Horton Tucker could be in that spot. You've got so now in a five, in this five man scenario, Damian Jones, Montrose Harrell, Anthony Davis, LeBron James, and let's say Taylor Horton Tucker. You've got wingspan galore. This is a huge team. I don't know how you can pass. I don't know how you can dribble on this team. You definitely can't rebound against that that five. So yeah, it opens up a lot of interesting opportunities for this team. Uh, it was a really promising debut. I'm not going to overhype it. It was a it was a blowout win. It was a regular season win. He played really well. I saw one person on Twitter talk about how we saw this with with Tyson Chandler and Tyson Chandler had a big first couple of games and then you just never really saw him the rest of the season. And to talk about size, like Kaycock has size. Costas Antetokounmpo has size. And they hardly ever see the court. And so, you know, it remains to be seen how big his, his impact will truly be. 
but it was a really highly promising debut for the young man. We'll take another quick break and hear from Ethan real quick. You know, ever since we started this podcast, people always ask us for betting tips. We always get asked, who you got, Lakers or Clippers? You know, for us, it's going to be the Lakers, Rodgers or Mahomes. And I'll tell you what I tell them. Where you bet is just as important as who you're betting on. That's why we tell people to bet with MyBookie. MyBookie's rep is rock solid, and they've got the best odds, the best contests, and the best promotions in the business. They're the only place I trust to handle any of my sports-related bets. The one sportsbook guaranteed to give me and you the best lines for the National Championship College football game on January 11th, and on every NFL playoff game, not to mention the NBA action. You know me, and you know that I don't give out my stamp of approval easily. So, my bookie, they earned it. And to earn it from me, you've got to be the best at what you do. And my bookie is the best sports book out there, period. It's simple. Sign up, enter promo code HOOPBALL, and get your deposit matched halfway up to 1000 bucks. You put in 1000 they'll give you 500 free money. So head on over to MyBookie if you want to add a little excitement to the sports you love and the games that you bet. Bet with the best. Bet with MyBookie. That's MyBookie.ag. Now, as of this recording, it's March 1st, which means we are 24 days away from the trading deadline. And so a new segment on my solo pause is going to be me Googling Lakers trade rumors and kind of seeing what potential moves might be out there. Now, with the addition of Damian Jones, he's obviously not going to solve all of the Lakers' problems. But it is he does prove that an athletic center, an athletic big, was a major need for this team. We talked earlier about how people thought the move might be to go after like a George Hill or even like a Trevor Ariza, just another 3 and D wing. I don't necessarily think that's the case anymore, Um, you know, especially with with how much THT has been playing and Caruso is improving his pick-and-roll ability. There's just not as much of a need for another guard as as there is another big in case Anthony Davis continues to be out or in case he encounters any other potential injuries. You just need some kind of backup besides Marcus Gasol and besides Montrezl Harrell. Montrezl Harrell, God love him, love his effort, love the fact that he gets stats galore. He's just not very tall. And, you know, you need a guy like a Damian Jones that, that the Lakers picked up who's got that size and who has the shot-blocking ability. And there might be trades to be made out there, but yeah, let's just take a look at what kinds of trades are, are available. And so this is an interesting one that I'm about to talk about here. Now, we've talked before about how any major trade is going to involve you know, one pe- you know, one or two pieces of either Kyle Kuzma or Taylor Horton Tucker. That's sort of the foundation of the Lakers' future, those two players right there. And, yeah, n- nothing they've done on a stat stat sheet has been super impressive this season, but those two guys are going to be so essential to the Lakers team in the future. It just, I, I, I would rather not part with them at all. So this trade that I came across is actually really interesting. 
We love KCP. We love his defensive impact. But this trade right here increases the defensive impact while retaining Kyle Kuzma and Taylor Horton Tucker. Uh, it's Victor Oladipo to Houston. And this comes from NBAanalysis.net, who we've referenced before. Uh, it's KCP, Markeith Morris, Jared Dudley, and a 2026 first-round pick. Now, 2026 is a long time away. But the, but the Rockets have been kind of hoarding first-round draft picks. They That's sort of what they want to do with their future, is they want to build it out that way. Now, KCP on this Houston Rockets team could be a really valuable veteran piece. You know, he's not, KCP isn't that old, and he's shooting shooting really great from three-point this season. And in the long run for Houston, he's going to be much cheaper than Victor Oladipo. What's interesting about this trade is Houston would almost immediately turn around and release Marquise Morris and Jared Dudley because what they've talked about is they want to they want to be younger and they want to be smaller. Now Marquise, Marquise might actually fit in that smaller role, uh, but he's not very young, and neither is Jared Dudley. And so, really, the only piece that would pieces that would interest Houston in this trade is that 2026 first round pick and KCP. And what the Lakers would do with Victor Oladipo, man, Victor Oladipo is a defensive juggernaut. He just plays fantastic defense. He can play, he can guard multiple positions up until the small forward. And this season, um, he's, you know, he's shooting worse than three from KCP, but he's more of a scorer. And so... I think this would open up opportunities for it just open up the offense a lot more. You know, he's obviously not going to be putting up 19 points a game if he comes to the Lakers, but we're we're not really interested in his his offense if the Lakers were to make this move. The move would be because of his def defensive impact. And the upside to this trade is you get to keep case is you get to keep Kyle Kuzma and you get to keep THT. Another article I came across. Uh, this is from sportsnot.com, not being like astronaut. So probably not as reliable of a source. Although this does have more more ideas that address current needs of the Lakers. Uh, Lakers get Larry Nance Jr. Cavaliers get Taylor Horton Tucker, some second-round draft picks, all that stuff. Larry Nance Jr., former Laker, has been playing really well in Cleveland. But he, I think, would duplicate a lot of what um, Montrezl Harrell does. He's not a super tall big man the way Montrezl Harrell is. And so because of that, I don't think this is a move I would make. Um, I love what he's done in Cleveland. But the fact that he he went to Cleveland and he really enjoyed being there because that's where his dad played. And so, you know, I don't think I would necessarily make this move because I don't think it would make the Lakers better. You would dupl You don't need two Montrezl Harrells. And, you know, you definitely need the potential that uh, that THT brings.
uh, Taylor Horton Tucker to Sacramento for Hassan Whiteside and Nemanja Bielitsa. Um, they picked up Damian Jones. And Damian Jones, I think, proved that even if he doesn't work out, there are centers on the market that can be picked up without giving up a piece like Taylor Horton Tucker. Hassan Whiteside was signed for the for the veteran minimum in Sacramento. And so because of that, I think he's a potential buyout candidate. I don't think you trade for a guy like Hassan Whiteside. You don't you don't give up any pieces for him. His risk factor is way too high because he can be kind of a head case. He I'm not going to go so far as to call him a locker room cancer, but he's just not the best teammate. And he's been a teammate of LeBron's before. And the fact that he's not somebody who seems to be on LeBron's radar probably tells you a lot about the kid. I don't think a trade for Hassan Whiteside would really work. You know how to book flights and hotels. All you're missing is a tool to plan the travel experiences you'll have once you arrive. That's why you need Viator. Book guided tours, activities, excursions, and more in one place to make your trip truly unforgettable. Viator has over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from. Everything from simple tours to extreme adventures and all the niche, interesting stuff in between. So you can plan something that everyone you're traveling with will enjoy. Real traveler reviews give the inside scoop from people who've already been on the experiences you're considering. So you can plan with confidence. Free cancellation helps you plan for the unexpected. And 24-7 customer support means you can travel worry-free. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Prescription products require completion of an online medication consultation with an independent healthcare provider through the LifeMD platform and are only available if prescribed. Subscription required. Individual results may vary. Additional restrictions apply. Read all warnings before using GLP-1s. Side effects may include a risk of thyroid C-cell tumors. Do not use GLP-1s if you or your family have a history of thyroid cancer. If you've struggled for years to lose weight and have given up hope, did you know you can now access GLP-1 prescription medications at TryLifeMD.com? We're now offering eligible patients online access to GLP-1s, the breakthrough prescription medication that can help you lose body fat and weight. Listen to what people are saying. It's fun to put on jeans that you couldn't get into six months ago. Every morning, I look forward to getting on the scale. For anybody who's struggling with their weight, it's a godsend. And here's the best part. Your insurance may cover 100% of the cost of your medication. So go to TryLifeMD.com to have your eligibility checked right now. Get started today at trylifemd.com. That's T-R-Y-L-I-F-E-M-D.com. Taylor Horton Tucker to Chicago for Thaddeus Young. Thaddeus Young, veteran guy, 32 years old, 
this season averaging 12 points, 60% shooting from the field. But I think he's another one that sort of replicates what what Montrez Harrell does. He might be a better defender than Montrez. But between Montrez and Kyle Kuzma and the rebounding that you get from those two, again, THT, too big of a price to pay. Uh, we've talked about Mo Bamba before. This one proposes Lakers get Mo Bamba for Alex Caruso and right off the bat. No. I don't know why any other team would really want to trade for Alex Caruso. Alex Caruso clearly is the type of player that benefits from being in a specific role on a LeBron James team. As much as I like Alex Caruso, I'm kind of a realist about his ability and I think his ascension has been because of how well he plays and feeds off of uh, playing with LeBron. And I think, as we've seen with a lot with players before, you take them off of a LeBron James team, I don't think they're as impactful. And this something like that could even happen with KCP if KCP were to get traded. And so, I think that's one thing that teams have to be cautious of: Are they really a good player because they're a good player, or are they a good player because they mesh well with LeBron James? And LeBron James just makes everybody better. It's an interesting question. But I know Lakers fans love Alex Caruso, and they would be sad to see him go. I like Mo Bamba. I think Mo Bamba is, uh, is an easier get than this. Now, this is an interesting one because this next one has the potential to be highly impactful. True center. We'll talk a little bit about his stats first. True center averaging 15.4 points a game, 10.3 rebounds on nearly 60% from the field. Doesn't shoot any threes, but that's okay because you don't really need him to. It would cost THT and Montrezl Harrell. But the Lakers would get in return Jonas Valanciunas. Now, Joe Val would be a highly impactful center. It would it would completely relegate Marcus Sol to the bench, and then I don't know how much you'd ever really see Marcus Sol play. I don't know how well he'd fit in with the second unit. I don't know how well he'd fit in not playing with with LeBron, as most of Gasol's minutes seem to be playing alongside LeBron. And the two of them have actually played really well together. But overall. I think what the return of Dennis Schroeder has shown is that barring another team in the league making a huge move, I think the Lakers are okay standing pat. I'm going to keep doing this trade rumor segment until the trade deadline just because it's easy content, it's easy fodder, trades are fun to talk about, but yeah, I think the Lakers are fine standing pat with what they have, assuming you know, Brooklyn doesn't trade for an Andre Drummond or Miami doesn't trade for a Bradley Beal or the Clippers don't trade for a Victor Oladipo. Like, assuming, you know, barring moves like that, I think the Lakers are fine. 
And with that, let's take a quick look at the league overall standings like I tend to do. So, two-game winning streak after a four-game losing streak. The Lakers are still in the top three in the West, currently number two behind Utah. Utah playing really well. They, You can't argue with how well they're playing. I think I saw this potential in them last season with all the moves that they made. At 27-7, and seven, they're your number one team in the West. Uh, Lakers 2, like I said, at 24-11. and 11. Clippers at 3, at 24-12. and 12. Phoenix. Eh, Phoenix. They continue to impress. They're really good offensively. They're really good defensively. They're just a solid, solid team. Way better than I thought they'd be. Uh, tied for that third seed at 22-11. and 11. I'm guessing the tiebreaker has them tied for three with the Clippers. Spurs in the five seed at 17 and 12. Another surprise. Didn't think I would see much from the Spurs this year. Portland at 18 and 14. Denver is rebounding from their slow start. They're in the seventh seed. Golden State currently a playoff team. So, yeah, Golden State, while they don't have Klay Thompson, they're still a playoff team, and they were, with the exception of, of Clay, fully healthy last night. Uh, Dallas is beginning to dig themselves out of their hole at 16 and 16. They've been impressing lately. Memphis at 15 and 15. New Orleans starting to sniff the playoff picture, but yeah, I think after Dallas and Memphis, it's it's pretty much an eight-man, an eight-team race with Dallas and Memphis bringing up the rear as your ninth and tenth teams. Beyond that, New Orleans, Oklahoma City at 14-20, Sacramento 13-21, Houston has lost 11 games in a row. They pretty much played themselves out of it at this point. And Minnesota, those, are, those teams are not going to make the playoffs. Over in Philadelphia, you've got Joel Embiid campaigning for the MVP this season, and you've They've got the number one seed in the East at 22-12. and 12. Brooklyn playing really well. They haven't had their big three in a lot of games, but they still managed, managed to keep winning because they still have James Harden and Kyrie Irving at 22-13. and 13. Milwaukee at 21-13 and 13 with three seed. The, the number four seed is going to blow your mind. I think we've talked about how surprising they've been this season, but the fact that they're the number four seed right now is mind-blowing. The New York Knicks. New York Knicks at 18 and 17. Julius Randle, legitimate MVP candidate. He's just been playing insane this season. Boston has had a really bad streak lately. They're down to the fifth seed at 17 and 17. Three teams with a 17 and 17 record: Boston, Toronto, Miami. Miami starting to rebound after their really bad start. And then on the eighth seed, in the eighth seed, you've got Charlotte. Really surprising. Lamelo Ball, really good. Lamelo Ball leading all rookies in pretty much every category. He's going to be the runaway rookie of the year, um, which kind of bums me out because it's only going to make Lavar Ball say stuff and when he says stuff it bothers me uh chicago at 15 and 17 
that's the same record as Indiana. Indiana seemed to be like they were going to be a stronger team this season. Not so much anymore. Atlanta in 14-20. Washington 13-19. Orlando, Cleveland with the same record at 13-21. And rounding out the East are the Detroit Pistons. So that's pretty much going to do it for this edition of the Hoopball Lakers podcast. You can find me on Twitter at jcdeleon one You can follow Ethan on Twitter at Ethan underscore Noroff. It's Noroff with one F. You can follow the show. You can follow Hoopball Gaming. Follow everything that Hoopball does. Hoopball Gaming is just 10 bucks a month, and it'll definitely make you some money. Follow those guys. Join the Discord if you follow Dan Bespris, he's got all the information on the Discord there. But you'll want to check that daily if you're a sports gambler like I am. But until next time, we're out. This has been a Hoop Bowl presentation. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.